0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears.
0: You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to tirerack.com slash colin, tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Volume. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off on an NFL Plus Premium annual subscription when you sign up through PlusPlay from Verizon. Plus Play. It is a platform where you can shop, manage, and save on the subscriptions you already love, like NFL Plus. With NFL Plus Premium, you get access to live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, and more. So you can watch multiple games all at once. On any screen around you for updates, never miss a touchdown. That simple. And for fantasy players, NFL Plus Premium makes all the difference. Access to programming like Fantasy Live through the NFL network red zone for tracking player performances on a Sunday access to live local and primetime games access to fantasy plus just go to verizon.com/nfl to get nfl plus premium today 40% off that's 40% off an annual subscription just 59.99 for the full season get it before it's gone All right, we bring in uh, Nick Wright. Let's start with this. this, Most of my life in college football, I feel like by mid-October, I know who's gonna play for the national championship, barring some big upset. I honestly believe there's five teams in the league. They have all sorts of great, and they've separated from the league. Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, San Francisco, and Philly. I think Dallas has three great players, CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, and Trayvon Diggs, and they've lost one. I don't think they're a great team because they don't have a great quarterback or a great coach. Generally in this league, three things make you great. A great coach, a great quarterback, and a great pass rusher. That's why I never worried about the Chiefs in their opening sure. loss. Uh, and their defense is gonna be sensational. Uh, it's why if Burrow could get it right, now they won tonight. If Burrow could get it right, you know they've got, I think, a smart young coach, a great quarterback, and a great edge rusher who had a field day against the backup tackle for the Rams. I, I I honestly think there's five teams in this league. Like Philadelphia's roster is great. San Francisco's roster is great. Josh Allen is just a tornado of activity. I mean, he's just a massive game-changing athlete, and they have a good defense. Miami's offense is like a track meet, and Kansas City's got the best coach and quarterback on the planet. After that, I think as quarterback becomes more important and pass rusher, due to the importance of the quarterback, becomes more centric to the uh, – winning in this sport there's a big gap there's a
2: big gap i listen i think i would include dallas in the group that you have because i i think whatever questions you have about dak i i think you've got to have the same if not more about purdy now we can say shanahan is a far greater coach than mike mccarthy i the mike mccarthy fans would say well You know, Mike McCarthy's actually won a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan, you know what I mean, has not. But I do think Shanahan, obviously, is a more, you know, innovative play designer and things. I mean, I think he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. What I think is interesting about your group of teams is there are the the Miami piece of it is so fascinating because they just scored 70 points and it looked like it was easy. They theoretically have Jalen Ramsey coming back. I'm not sure if he will, but the, you know, they seem to believe he will. They have, you know, maybe a top three coach, certainly a top three offensive coach in Mike McDaniel, a D coordinator kind of in the mold of, in my opinion, what the Chiefs did with Spagnolo. Be like, okay, you were a great defensive coordinator. It got you a head coaching job in Vic Fangio. That didn't work out this is what you're supposed to be. Some people are just made to be coordinators and Vic Fangio is that. So they check all these boxes. And the one obvious kind of, you know, ominous cloud over them is Tua's health. And everybody's nervous about it. So here's what I said today and I'm curious your thoughts on it. If let let me throw a hypothetical at you. If the Miami Dolphins were in the midst of a contract negotiation with Tua and they had it 90% done it's like, okay, we're we're haggling over just the fine print. We'll get it done in the next few days. And then he suffered a major concussion this past week. Would they freeze the negotiation? Yeah. I argue they would. Yeah. Okay. Well, they broke off negotiations with him before the year started. Herbert got his deal. Burrow got his deal. Lamar got his deal. Tua just hung 70 on a team. Tua should have his agent. The Dolphins would be like, guys. We need to open those negotiations and we need to do it right now. Because while you guys are your cons- the reason you don't want to is because of my client's health. Got it. The reason we're demanding we do it is because of my client's health. You think you can win the Super Bowl? We think you can win the Super Bowl. We would like that contract right now. We've never seen a quarterback do it, but if my, if Tua's agent were to say, show, give us the re- rationale why Justin Herbert deserves a contract, my guy doesn't. There isn't one. Same draft, similar accomplishments. Well, there is accomplishments. one. There is yeah, one. If ahead.
0: you were great and I was great, but you didn't show up as regularly, and there were concerns I with the we had about your health like, because of a lifestyle. Now, obviously, football—it's just a matter of getting tackled. Yes. But if there was, people said, you know, Nick's just not dependable uh, physically. Sure. Right. That's the reason. I agree with that in t- I, I, no, I,
2: I, maybe I said there. Cause Herbert doesn't have that issue. Her, no, Herbert doesn't have that issue. And Herbert, I totally agree. But the point I'm making is that issue and my almost cuts both ways in this regard. That is a concern of the Dolphins. It is also a concern of, I'm sure, of Tua, which is why if there was ever a player that should be fucking cutthroat about his negotiation, it's Tua who should say, you guys, you guys, want to blow up this special team that could win a super bowl what do you think the dolphins would do if he said i want a contractor i'm not playing sunday sunday 1 p.m is the deadline would they blow their season up or would they swallow hard and pay him i think they'd swallow hard and pay him the other thing too is going for him is guys since i've been here you've tried to trade for Tom Brady or acquire Tom Brady, trade for Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, you flirted with Aaron Rodgers. I'm now dropping 70 on people. You've shown no loyalty to me. I would like my goddamn money. And I'd just be very curious what they do. I'd be very curious what they do.
0: Well, I think they really like him, and he is his comp was Drew Brees, and you're seeing a lot of it. He's a very quick, accurate distributor of the football. Um, not terribly big, not great downfield. That's why they got him guys that are good after the catch, like Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. They're very good after the yep. catch, so I think they've managed him well. Uh, he's an easy guy to root for. He was crapped on by Brian Flores, the concussion issue. I. I hope he gets paid. I would really struggle to pay him. Um, Me too. I do believe he would give, he's the kind of guy, Herbert did this, um, he would give the team a team-friendly deal. If they said, listen, we'll pay early, but you got to give us, we can't get yes. trapped for six years if you go down.
2: Correct. I'm not saying he should walk in there and say, I need a fully guaranteed contract or it'd be the highest paid player ever, but he has just the fifth-year option. He has $20 million guaranteed. For next season and that's it for the rest of his contract and at one point like you threw up that scenario of you and me at work okay let's just say that exact scenario were to exist and all of a sudden you know our employer was in the midst of what they considered oh my god this might be the greatest year we've had in 30 years and it's because of nick i might walk into the office and be like you might be worried about my drinking and my gambling but I'm not showing up next week if you don't pay me more. And let's just call my bluff if you want. But like, so the, the NFL is very cutthroat. And we know that we, when when Trayvon Diggs got hurt, one of the first, it happened while I was on the air. And one of the first things I did was Google. I was like, didn't he just sign a new deal? And I saw he did. And I was like, good. It's like, thank goodness. I'm happy that he got paid two months ago. And then I thought about it. I was like, man, if I'm to uh, I've got a lot of leverage. We're, we're scoring. We're taking knees and still scoring seventy. I might tell them, "Yeah, you know, a hundred million guaranteed. You know, five years. Yeah, now I, you know, four, I, something like that, yeah, where I have some real safety. Yeah, you could get it right now.
0: Yeah, no, I, I would consider that because a hundred million is massively under the market. And if I said, it, listen. I'll we'll, we'll give you a year extension, we'll rework it. Um this is massively under the market, but we want to take care of you for life. Here's 100 million in the state of Florida with no tax. I Yeah, like th- a 3-year 120 million yes. dollar something like that and, where there's something Yeah, I there. would do that as a GM. Also with a big signing bonus, it's not punitive if you left in a year. I got one year and I got two left. I just drafted another quarterback. I'm not paying him anything. Figure what you worry about is five years at Sean Watson. You can't get out of that thing.
2: Can't get out? Can't of
0: it. get out. Now, but I do think, I think there is some. I do think because Tua has had a rough road, he's a good person. He's having a great season, and he's beloved. I do think there is value where you say, "Guys, let's do a three-year deal." We all know the elephant in the room; it's no longer an elephant. We're we're, we're discussing it. We'll set him up for life, but we're not going to do four yep. and five years, and it's going to be below yep. market. And I, by the way, that's a gamble by Tua. But I also think he's not money driven. I, I don't. Well, I think th- there's different types of gambles. Like I. Again, I'm not
2: trying to, you, the, you, the, this is maybe a personal example, but I'll use it. And it's very different. I understand. I have every contract I've ever signed. I've signed super early. I've signed way earlier yeah. than I had to because I really, really valued. It was different things. It was like, I had just moved to Houston to right. do radio. And I'm like, if I just bought a house. Like right. I'm not going to try to maximize dollars I'm maximize security. I had just moved to New York and put my kids in private school. I'm like, I just want it safety and security. There's different times that you value different things. And then there's times where it's like, you know what? Been making a lot of money for a long time. I'm pretty set up. I want it now. I want to maximize as many dollars as possible. Like people reach different places in it. it. It makes sense for, let me, like Joe Burrow who seemed willing to take that contract negotiation to the, you know, the day before the season started. Cause he's like, you know what? I was the number one overall pick. I have all this money already. Even if I were to suffer a major injury, you would have the whole league lining up for me. I'm going to maximize dollars. If you're Tua, it's like, yeah, maybe in my, you know, I dreamt one day of being the highest paid player in the league, but there was a time nine months ago, I thought am i never playing football again okay well in that case right. i value the security of you know what i mean F- permanent financial stability so i think i think it could work for all parties
0: Listen, we've all had fender benders in our life. Sometimes it's even more serious. People between the ages of 25 and 34, in fact, have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. Be careful, but even if it's somebody else's mistake, you can lean on Morgan & Morgan. If you've ever been injured, check out Morgan & Morgan. It's the nation's largest injury law firm. 100 offices and over 800 lawyers with over 15 billion, that to be billion dollars recovered with over 300,000 clients. Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting for you to get full and fair compensation. Fighting for people for over 35 years. Starting for an entire football franchise as a rookie quarterback is hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. If you're ever injured, check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go forthepeople.com slash Colin or dial pound law, that's pound 529, from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com slash Colin or pound Law 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. By the way, the games tonight, Philadelphia is better than Tampa. We know it. They're kind of finding their way. It, the Rams had a great opportunity. It, it's interesting. The Rams are in one of the, they're not a huge brand in LA. They're not nearly as big as the Dodgers, USC, the Lakers. They're really not. They're like fourth in town. I did not think McKay had a, uh, uh, McVay had a, I thought Sean McVeigh had a very poor night, did not run the ball in the first half, which they've done particularly well. Didn't use the screen game as they were losing uh, protection. Uh, Stafford looked like he didn't practice. He was, he missed layup after layup. I just don't think McVeigh had a good game plan.
2: Punt it on fourth and five down 10 with six minutes left and one timeout. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, I understand you, the, and now they punt it punted on fourth and five down 10 with six minutes left and one timeout. That guarantees if everything works out perfectly for you, you're in an onside kick game. Yeah which is exactly what happened. Everything worked out perfect. They got the stop. They got the ball. They scored a quick touchdown. Kick an onside kick, you lose. Yeah. I mean, I I like McVay a lot. It was not, he was not bathed in glory tonight.
0: No, I thought, I thought Sean really struggled. I I just thought he was completely off and um, coaches can be off and players can be off. But I I, I was saying this uh, yesterday. I was talking, I think it was uh, Jason McIntyre. I said it on the air and I texted him yesterday it's it's the strongest quarterback class ever. Arizona is not the worst team. Chicago probably is. And you'd obviously take Caleb Williams over Justin Fields and and start over. That's not even a discussion. Arizona it's, it's going to win. Arizona's going to win three or four games and they're just not going to be there. And they also they, there's also other quarterbacks, but I would not take Drake May over Kyler Murray. I would take Caleb over everybody not named Mahomes, <laughs> Josh Allen.
2: You and I are the only people saying this. People thought I was out of my mind. I said that Caleb is one of the five most valuable quarterbacks alive right now I totally like agree. if the if the if every NFL player and college player were available Mahomes goes one there's some debate about who goes two and Caleb goes before Everyone other than maybe three people.
0: Yeah, Josh Allen goes b- before him. Uh I would take Burrow before him, although Burrow's injuries now are mounting. He can't get through a preseason. He's hurt again. It does work. And I you. would
2: have said Trevor three weeks ago, but I thought tre- Trevor's been a little disappointing, but he's on the short list. But that's that's it, yeah. man. He goes before this is not disrespectful. He goes in a heartbeat before Hertz, before Lamar, before Tua before that he just does yep. caleb goes before all those totally guys. agree
0: i wouldn't so take go him ahead you, before mahomes Allen, herbert Pro, I, I think he's better potentially than trevor lawrence but you've kind of he's a southern kid it's a southern city i think you go with him um and then i think it gets then i that might be the list that could yeah. be that's the, the list. list
2: and i would take him over herbert and I, I would take him over Herbert.
0: And I, I, I wouldn't because I think Herbert has been undercoached. I mean, they're on their second or third coordinator, their second coach. Sure. I, That's fair. I, I think if he had a reasonable offensive coach, his numbers I mean, I watched him Sunday. He made through 400 yards. I mean, it's just. <laughs> he, did, he did play pretty well. He played pretty well. And, and, and without Austin Eckler, Mike Williams late, it's just on but, the road. It, but I
2: interrupted you. You were talking about this quarterback class, I think. Yeah. And, uh, so there, I think there's uh, a. Was bigger, it about the Rams tanking?
0: Yeah, it there's a bigger gap between Caleb Williams. Drake May's not playing particularly well. And all the other no. guys, Bo Nix, Michael Penix had an injury. They're really good prospects. Caleb is transformational. So I think yes. the Rams are a fascinating team. So Stafford's always been reckless. And he's had injuries. And there's those that believe around the organization he's not redoing his contract for them because he's going to take all the money and split. He he doesn't want to play forever, right? Like he's been beat up. Sure. He's made his money. He's got his ring. He's not yeah. like Brady obsessed or Manning. He's just not. And so they tried to rework his contract this offseason. He's like, no, thanks. And one of the reasons is he he's going to take every penny. He, he moved down to the strand in Manhattan Beach, I was told, bought a place. He's having a good time. And then he's going to exit stage right here in a couple of years. I think um, my guess is, The Rams will draft somewhere in the middle of the first, somewhere between like 13 and 17. They'll finish like eight and nine, nine and eight, somewhere around there. And they're going to have a big decision to make because they've got, they need a left, they need a tackle. They need another defensive linemen um they've got they're pretty good at wide receiver running back safety cornered i mean they're their secondary is fine uh they went heavy defense on the draft this year they have a couple of O linemen they need but the truth is they could they could go in the first round with a quarterback They they absolutely could and then reset the clock go buy a left tackle i'm fascinated by it like tonight's a great example Stafford's always been to me such a hot and like sometimes he doesn't have his good stuff. he's like a pitcher. he's like a number two pitcher like an ace Verlander in his prime usually had his stuff. so did Kershaw. The difference between a one and a two the two guy doesn't have his stuff about every fourth start and Stafford yep. just doesn't have it on nights uh his me- it, mechanics go sideways he starts flipping it around Tonight was one of those nights and I'm fascinated to to think literally bailed on golf. I don't think it's crazy to think he would move off Stafford and go draft. Oh, McVay bailed on golf. Yeah. Well, listen, I the so
2: so there's. I thought the Rams should approach this year should have been. We were very chest out, braggadocious about fuck them picks. We then realized in short order, kind of needed them picks. We went from winning the Super Bowl to bad. They're a bad, you know what I mean? They just don't, they have they have four awesome players and then a bunch of guys. And now because McVay's a brilliant guy and they do, you know, you find a Puka Nakua, you'd make Tutu Atwell into something. You, you're going to try to piece it together. I thought before the year, they should have told Aaron Donald, give us four teams you'd like to play for. We'll trade you to the one that offers us the most. They should have told Cooper Cup we're actually going to trade you any whoever gives us the best thing. You know, do you, maybe, would Kansas City of, you know, if he were healthy, right, have given away a first round pick? Sure. If, maybe. And they should have traded Stafford. And they should have just said, you know what? We're sick of being, we won a Super Bowl and no one in LA cares about us. What if we draft the kid from LA who just maybe won a national championship at USC and Caleb Williams and we're going to be the worst team in football because we're going to try to be. And by the way, the other team that everyone thinks is trying to be the worst team in football, the Arizona Cardinals, we play them twice. We can make sure they have more <laughs> wins than us because we can throw those damn and games. And by the
0: way, like the, Joshua Dobbs is good enough to win games. Josh Dobbs. Shout out to
2: Josh Dobbs. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, he's been s- solid. So that's what I thought they should have done. They didn't do it. So you're right. They're going to be uh, okay, right? So then the answer might be draft Shador if they're drafting 13, 14. Yeah. If they want someone to, if they want, by the way, that's not overdrafting him. No, he is. That is exactly where he's supposed to go, like middle of the first round. And that, and by the way, if you're right, Stafford wants to play another year. Shador is probably not the type of guy you want to play immediately anyway. Clean up the cap. Then maybe that's when you trade away some people, get some picks back. But the Rams... The Rams have to reset it. The Bucks, to their credit, recognized it. The Bucks, you know what I mean, are taking their lumps on the dead money this year. They got a quarterback making no money, and they're like, "Okay, we won our Super Bowl. Now we're going to try to reset it." And which is why, you know, they didn't. I think it was smart that the Bucks didn't re-sign Mike Mike Evans. What are you re-signing Mike Evans for? You just got to start over, you know. And so, uh so yeah, I think the Rams. I think. I think drafting Caleb would have obviously been their best case scenario. I hope Caleb doesn't go to Chicago. Chicago doesn't seem to know what they're doing. No, I, I've at I've, all.
0: I've said this before. It's not a coincidence that Kansas City has had Dick Vermeil and Hank Stram and Marty Schottenheimer and uh, Herm Edwards uh, and, and Andy Reid. It's also not a shock they've had Lynn Dawson and Trent Green and Alex Smith and Joe Montana and Patrick Mahomes. Certain places, it's not a surprise that the Packers have had Matt LaFleur, McCarthy Holmgren, offensive coaches, Bart Starr, Favre, and Rogers. Certain organizations make it easier for quarterbacks to succeed. Chicago's a defensive culture, a windy, cold northern climate, where the Packers usually have a Hall of Fame quarterback. They in an era when the entire leagues pivoted to offense, they went and got an unproven. This is what Kansas City doesn't do. Kansas City gets Fermeil, Schottenheimer, Herm, Andy. They go get Matt Eberflus, like timeout. That like it's not a it's not a coincidence that Kansas City's almost never terrible and almost always has a better-than-average coach, and a competent quarterback. They didn't luck into that. The Hunt family knows what they're doing. You have an old-school ownership in Chicago, a rigid defensive culture that's outdated. They had to hire Bill Polian to really run their quarterback or their head coach search. So Mm -hmm. I don't think Justin Fields is good, Um, but much harder to succeed there than Kansas City or
2: Green Bay. No, yeah, listen, I think it's he, he Justin Fields has been set up to fail. Yes. I also think he has failed. Yeah. And it was it was it was bizarre the offseason commentary surrounding him and the Bears. The Bears, the Bears' preseason Vegas win total was seven and a half. And I just remember thinking about it, I was like, if the Bears go seven and ten. Their fans are gonna be thrilled. <laughs> it's gonna have been a great season. So anytime you can bet the under and still have a what would be a win, a, an under bet could win, and the fans could be like, this was a great season. I'm like, well, then it's probably an under team. Like, where and th- there was a lot of, I just thought, wish casting. And I'm not trying to act like I'm somebody that studies the all 22 and I can tell you, you know, the guy's a dots and stuff, but I watch every football game there is. I I watch as much as is humanly possible. I watched Justin Fields all last year and at no point was I like, Oh, that guy, that guy is a star. I, I, now, multiple times I was like, he might be the best running quarterback, the best runner at the position i've ever seen including vic and lamar i did say that but there was not a single moment where i was like that guy throws the ball well and this offseason some of the quarterbacks on television were like i think he can win league mvp league mvp it's crazy first of all your team's got to win 13 games second of all you've got to be awesome what evidence do we have of either of those things? Yeah,
0: it, it there's interesting that um I'm not a huge believer in analytics for football. I think it works for baseball, although I think it's hurt the sport. And I do believe in basketball. Situational uh mid-range jump shots are very important in the playoffs. I think sure. the long game analytics works in baseball and basketball. Get into the playoffs, I need stops and baskets. <laughs> you know, sure. I need hoops. I don't need threes. I need hoops. In football, I'm I'm begrudgingly accept some analytics. But the number, the data that really sticks out with Justin Fields is that he has more interceptions on four plus seconds to throw. Like he has plenty of time. Like there's a there's a data point out there where he takes more sacks after four seconds, throws more interceptions and incompletions after four seconds. Mooney and DJ Moore are a, and Cole Komet and the other tight end from Green Bay. They are fine skill players. Like his problem is he doesn't see the field particularly well. To Zach Wilson issue, they both run, have arms. They don't see the field. And he's very reluctant to just let it go.
2: Well, that's, I I can't add anything more to it. I 100% agree. And I think he has, where I do think the team did him a disservice is, I think if he had more stability and more talent around him early, he wouldn't be as, he seems to be nervous when he's playing and he's you know what I mean? So that, that's why to me, what we're seeing right now is, the worst case scenario. I guess what I'm saying is with him, even the best case scenario, I don't think was ever gonna be awesome, but it didn't have right. to be
0: this. And how about this too? There, there, I remember when I hired you, uh, they, I hired you, uh, I was asked about you. And so I listened to about three minutes of tape and I said instantly, yep, I'll get that guy, he's good. And And I used to watch American Idol, 12 seconds in you're like, hack, lounge singer, star. It's not hard. There isn't it quality. I've watched C.J. Stroud play six quarters. He's good. Professional. Stands in the pocket. Accurate thrower. Some of this, he has a defensive coach. He has a rookie play caller.
2: He and was, by the way, he's down. That It's not like the Texans have some great offensive line and they're down four, four, starters. Starters.
0: And four I, starters. And I watch him, Nick. He just makes better decisions. So well, that's the, he makes better decisions no than Zach, Baker, Justin. Some of this is the it. CJ Stroud. When I watch him, he just throws it to the right guy all the time.
2: Yeah, I mean that CJ Stroud through three games has been a revelation. Because I thought, I thought, okay, very low ceiling, very high floor, was what I thought you were getting with CJ Stroud. Kind of Jared Goff. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Like very low ceiling, very high floor, just stability. But the. through, I mean, again, I don't want to overreact, but now I think I, the ceiling is much higher than I thought. You've said Zach Wilson a couple times. I know the Jets are over-discussed. Can we talk about the Jets for a minute? Sure,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: I am... I think the Jets are going to kind of be let off the hook for how disastrous this was always going to be because Aaron got hurt. Because, okay... So a number of things here that just make no sense, and they're being laid to bear with Aaron being hurt. Their entire offseason, when you look at it, was about hiring friends of Aaron Rodgers. Probably not a good way to start. That Who's the guy who almost caught the ricocheted Hail Mary? Cobb. The answer's Randall Cobb. Why is Randall Cobb? There? You signed McCall Hardman away from the Chiefs, he has one catch for six yards because La- Cobb and Lazard are the ones getting on the field. Well, who's making that decision? Oh, yeah, Nat Hackett. What's his great qualification? Oh, yeah, he's Roger's b- buddy. Um, There was a very interesting moment when <laughs> Sala this weekend, I'm sure you saw it, Uh, was asked about, you know, why is Zach still the starter? And he, w- he was about to say he's the best quarterback we have, and then he stopped. He was like... He gives his the best chance to win. But the answer is it's because Tim Boyle is the backup.
1: So Tim Boyle,
2: this is, I said this on TV. Both of my co-hosts today said that can't be right. And I said, just go Google it. Tim Boyle played three years at UConn and then played one year, one of the directional Kentucky. Those three years at UConn, Colin, I swear to God, this is accurate. He had one touchdown pass and 13 interceptions. So it's not like, oh, he never got to play. He played three years of D1 college football, had one touchdown pass and 13 interceptions. In the NFL, he has thrown 108 total passes in a six-year career that I don't know how he's had a six-year career. In those 108 passes, he's been picked off another eight times. So why is he there? Oh yeah, because he was on Rodgers' Ayahuasca trip with him. He's his buddy, and it's and that's his guy. So Rogers goes down. And by the way, Dwayne Brown this week is oh. on the IR. That that was going to happen, whether or not Rogers went down. Dwayne Brown was going to the IR, and Robert Sell was still going to be your coach. But there was like, and I'm sorry that I'm. This is kind of you know a long story, but it'll 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 make sense. I'm going to go to the Chiefs for a moment. The Chiefs' number six wide receiver, who's also their punt returner, got hurt in week two, Richie James. You know what they did between week two and week three? Elevated a new punt returner off the practice squad, was on the active roster yesterday. The like 51st most important guy on the team got hurt. They were like, okay, he's on IR. We need to elevate someone to take that spot. The fucking Jets' starting quarterback went down. They signed no other quarterbacks. They were like, "We're gonna stick with Zach Wilson, who we our team openly revolted against last year." Was wearing T-shirts of his backup, and we're shocked. This thing's going sideways. Like, I don't think I know. You, I know J Mac on your show is big on like they can save the season with Cousins, whatever it is. I don't know about say anything. What I know is. Zach Wilson's the worst quarterback I've seen in my, in my life. He's the worst that's gotten a lot of chances. The team knows it and they refuse to bring someone else in,
0: in a way that is mystifying to me. It could threaten Aaron Rodgers. See, I felt this with green Bay at the end. They were walking on eggshells. I think the jets are walking on eggshells. They don't want to offend Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Billy Hunter, this backup quarterback, I mean, I think a, a lot with Aaron is, um, I think people are a little intimidated. Uh, Aaron comes off. I think he's smart. I don't think he's quite as like Peyton Manning smart. I think I don't think he's as smart as he thinks he is, but that's an epidemic in the world. Um, I, I think with Aaron, old, single, rich ring. He really has everybody he has the leverage. I mean, even now, the injury gives him more leverage. Now they're really well, trapped. But, and by the way, if this thing really goes
2: terribly, so Salah's record is abysmal. Like he's now, no, I, I said this on your show and people thought I was trolling because this was before Rogers got hurt when I was saying I thought the Jets, because of their offensive line, were going to have a terrible, like have a disappointing year. Uh, I said that I thought Sala was going to be the fall guy. And then Rogers was going to use the leverage of, do I come back or don't I come back to tell, to make them make Nat Hackett, the head coach. I now truly believe that's what's going to happen. This Jets team is going to win four games. Sala's overall record at that point is going to be like a career 25% winning percentage. He has two division wins ever. And that's not going to get much better this year. You got two, you got one more against Buffalo. I'm sorry, three division wins ever now, because of the one against Buffalo. You have two against Miami. The Jets couldn't score 70 points in a in a six hour game. Uh and Nat Hackett absolutely could be the coach. Also, the offensive line thing, I can't get over it. It's like it's like the Jets. I'm gonna use a Colin Cowherd analogy. I'm not as good as you, but I think it'll work. Aaron Rodgers is like a private airplane. That was on discount because the owners, the people who owned it were like, ah, I think it's, it's a little old, a little unreliable, kind of a pain in the ass. So you were able to buy it at a huge discount. And then with your last $10,000 of like renovating it, making it as nice as possible. It's like, all right, we got 10 grand left. Should we buy some parachutes in case ever they were right about it? You're like, ah, if we need the parachutes, we're fucked. Anyway, you spend it on champagne. That's what they did. They could have, they could have used, they could have re-signed Mike White. They could have had a real backup quarterback. It's they're like, ah, spin it on Dalvin Cook, spin it on Rogers buddies. If he goes down, we're ruined anyway. And with a uh, Achilles injury, yes, you are screwed anyway. But if Rogers, let's just what would have been really mortifying for the Jets is if Rogers hadn't torn his Achilles, he had just suffered Joe Burrow's calf strain. And it's like, all right, guys, just hold it together for five weeks for me. And they're out here. looking like they do because they didn't the Andy Dalton looked competent this week yeah Jameis Winston came in and drove him into field goal range they missed it but looked competent Gardner Minshew won a game yeah against the Ravens like the the backup quarterbacks are available and they rolled with Zach for reasons I don't understand and now they're just a dumpster fire just a disaster
0: We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on all the NFL action. Great offers every single game. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of the week's epic matchups. Walk away an instant winner. DraftKings is not stopping there. All customers take advantage of two new offers every game this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. No question about it. Download the app now. Sign up code Colin. That's me, C-O-L-I-N. New customers bet just five bucks and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code Colin. The crown is yours. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you find They want to get that will done. Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation
1: or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
3: Attention, all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season.
0: in sports, I mean, I think the Bears and the Jets are poorly owned and mostly poorly run. Um, and I think there's a reason Kansas City is almost always competent and good, infrequently great, but now they're on a great run. Green Bay is always competent um i mean even new england now it's a pop gun offense but they're competent i mean they beat the teams they should beat they're not going to beat philadelphia they're not going to beat kansas city or buffalo but they're going to miami they'll beat the teams they should beat they'll they'll knock off one or two i don't think there's a coincidence i mean i i say this all the time i've been in this business 30 years it's the people who have a big audience radio tv print digital it's not a coincidence. They either work harder, they're more talented, they're smarter, they're more captivating. I think it's the same thing in the NFL. The Jets are exactly, listen, think about it. They pursued Rodgers because they whiffed with the number two pick, right? Yeah. So
2: they. The number two reached- pick that they had to pick because they whiffed on the number three pick the, f- three years prior. They were four years prior in Darnold. Like, they've had so many bites at this and apple.
0: constantly spending bad money to fix it. So they whiffed, and, whiffed on a left tackle. They whiffed on a quarterback. So now they go get Dwayne Brown. And now they overspend for Aaron Rodgers. And, and now they want to bring in maybe Carson Wentz or Kirk Cousins. The Packers are a well-run business. The Bears are a poorly-run business. The Chiefs are a well-run business. The Jets are a poorly-run business. These are all businesses. And, and to
2: bring the Bears, I mean, again, sorry, salt in the wound for Bears fans. The Bears drafted Justin Fields because Mitch Trubisky didn't work out who they drafted over Patrick Mahomes in that draft. It, it, that was the, the Bears were it, drafting a quarterback in the Patrick Mahomes draft.
1: By the way,
0: Mel Kuyper, no, 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 Greg Cosell said Trubisky is going to go in the first round. Watch him. I was with my family in Hawaii. I went inside off the beach to watch his Carolina team play, I think Florida State. So I watched a half and I text Greg Cosell. I said, I don't get it. His ball dies 20 yards in. I don't get it. And he said, he's a front leg thrower and I I don't like him. And I said, Greg, I'm just a, I'm a radio TV guy but his ball dies. His, his ball doesn't carry. He, he made a sideline throw, and I, I don't know if it was intercepted, but you could just see, the, his, and that was his NFL thing. He, he, he was um, more athletic than he was given credit for, but a far worse thrower than he was given credit for, and they drafted him. The Bears drafted a receiver named Velas Jones in the third round two years ago. He was at USC, transferred to Tennessee. When he was at USC, they could have made a phone call. He couldn't track the ball. He couldn't, yeah. and the ball was, he's like a center fielder who couldn't track the ball. He's been a complete bust. Like, it's like they don't, their phones don't work. They don't make calls. They don't have, it, it's like the, these are, Trubisky was a, was not a first round quarterback. Velas Jones was not an NFL third round pick. Like sometimes it, I just, again, it's not a coincidence. They don't know offense. I,
2: I know it's getting late, but you, you mentioned USC, which reminded me, I wanted to, can I ask you a sure. college football question? Yeah. This is kind of a media question as long as well as college football. Oh, by the way, I think there's nothing, and I like Dan Lanning. I like him a lot. Dan Lanning is a Kansas City guy, used to listen to my radio show, called into my buddy's radio show in Kansas City, the Church of Laszlo. I like Dan, but I got a little bit of a chuckle. The coach of the Oregon <laughs> Ducks, also known as the Nike Marketing University of Football, being like, they're in it for the clicks. We're hard nosed. We play these games with the lights off. Like, huh? Don't you guys have neon yellow jerseys? They have three
0: hundred <laughs> uniforms. It's like, like, give me a break. Like, hold on. I, I, and I, his
2: speech was for his players to get them fired up. And right. I saw that. I'm like, you're. This isn't exactly Texas A&M out here <laughs> being like. Give me a break. All right. So here's my question. I think USC is going to score 70 points on Colorado. I think it's in play. I mean, I think Oregon has a better defense than USC. USC has a better offense. USC is going to score every time they touch the ball. If Colorado gets annihilated again, does the country stop caring about them for this
0: year? I think, yeah, I think it, I think it, I I think Colorado, because they're humiliated is probably more competitive at home and USC's defense is better than last year, but not great. So I think it's more of a 45 to 21 game. I think it's, I don't think it's that close. USC is clearly better. They may score in the Um, fifties. I think, I think what Dion has done, he has not moved college football fans to his channel He's brought in people that didn't like college football, pro fans, Dion fans, cowboy fans. If you look at the numbers, he's not moving people from Georgia to Colorado. No. He found like three he's million got,
2: people. He's got it. Yeah, and it's and listen, it's not it's not poor form to say it because it's facts. He is there are massive amounts of black people that were not watching college football that are now. Yeah. Not that black people don't watch college football, but when you look at the act, our guy Michael Mulvahill at Fox. Yeah has all the data and tweets it out Dion what Dion has done for the for the black audience of college football
0: and, and that's I mean
2: it's 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 historic it's un it's it's unprecedented he added like the thirty
0: five to forty percent viewers that don't watch the sport
2: correct and that's that's not obviously all black people but that is disproportionately a black audience and so I I just wonder I I think this there was the other like the idea, there were some after Colorado got their teeth kicked in. There was some pushback. They were like, oh, maybe now the media will stop pushing this down our throats. Guys, there were 10 million people watching the yeah. Colorado-Colorado State game at 2 in the morning Eastern. Yeah. If you go to DraftKings, or volume more with DraftKings, right? DraftKings. Yeah, yeah. The, if you go to DraftKings, they have a tab. It's like the NBA, you want to bet the NBA, the NFL, college football, Colorado, and the tennis. Like... <laughs> I mean, that's true. Go look at it. It's, I mean, it is, this was not. Certain things are media creations. The interest in Colorado was not. People were into it. And I think they still are. If they lose by 40 next week, I think it Yeah, Taylor
0: Swift, Travis Kelsey is very much media generated. It's fun. It was a blowout. The game was over. Let's put it up. I'm fascinated in Deion Sanders. I don't think it will be as... um, uh, it, 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 you know, intergalactic kind of ratings, bonanza, comets through the sky, but I'll still watch. I mean, I said before, I'm not rooting for him or against him. I root for interesting. Dion's interesting. The cowboy hat, the shades, the attitude. Colorado has been a, I mean, you don't even remember this. I knew Colorado sports because of Robbie Benson, a movie in the seventies called one-on-one. On One. You, you could, you could Google no, it. It was I I don't movie. remember. Like nobody cared about Colorado sports.
2: The- the, you know, the, la- the first memory I have of Colorado sports, I was never a Missouri football fan, but I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, is the fifth down play. I don't know if you remember, Missouri was playing Colorado at the end of a big eight season one year, and the the down guys screwed up, and Colorado got a fifth down. But so, all right, here's my last Colorado thing. This is their schedule the rest of the way. Home for USC. Loss. They're going to get, yeah, at Arizona State. Win. They can win that. They, okay. Home for Stanford. Win. At UCLA. Win. Oh, okay, well then they're fine. Home for Oregon State is probably a loss.
0: Go either way game.
2: Home for Arizona. Win. And then at Wazoo and at Utah. Loss, loss. They'll definitely lose at Utah. That they'll lose. Utah, Utah's home. Oh, Utah, Utah's, Utah's, Utah's just big, big. You If you put, took. Shador and Colorado's best skill guys. And gave him to Utah. And gave him to Utah. <laughs> you'd, you'd have the best team in the country. I mean, because yeah. Utah has all the. I, when Dion's talking, I need seven or eight people, he means offensive and defensive line. Yeah. No, listen, he I needs think, big
0: people. And but
2: they, so you think they can go. Seven and five, eight and four.
0: Absolutely,
2: yeah.
1: That would
0: be an amazing
1: yeah, season. Yeah, I think- That would be an amazing season. I
0: think it's wonderful. He has brought, and I when I say he's brought people in that didn't watch the sport, he's brought NFL fans in, Niner fans, Cowboy mm-hmm. fans. He's brought Yo. people that didn't really like, they're Dion fans. And by the way, if Dion walked through a mall, it's not just, it's, it's er, he's Deion Sanders. He's had well, all
2: what, sorts oh, of fans well, forever wilds asked this and it was a very interesting question it wasn't even on tv he's asked me he said is dion the most famous person to ever coach college football and it's like i
0: well, yeah. i mean i don't well bear I Bryant think he is. is famous because he coached college football Yes, I think he's the most famous person that has coached college football.
2: And it, like right now, if Nick Saban and Deion Sanders are walking on separate sides of the mall, it, first of all, there are parts of the country where Nick Saban would not be bothered. Right. And it, even in Alabama, everyone knows Dion. They might be more excited about Nick, but everyone, nobody doesn't know him. And so like that is a real power. It is a level of like fame and celebrity we've never had hey, listen, in college football. When
0: you when you um have a nickname and people and your nickname doesn't have anything to do with your name. Like Mamba, Kobe. Yeah. That's famous. Prime, Deion Sanders. Prime. Like that's usually, you know, it it it's connected to your name. There's very few people, music or otherwise, that have a nickname where their name's not included in it, and universally, everybody knows who you're talking about.
2: And it's another word on its own. You know, like, it's not like, like it was Shaq is, but it's another word on its own prime means its own thing. But right now, if someone says prime, you think of Colorado football, that's pretty goddamn powerful.
0: Yeah, no, I I think it's great for this. I love college football. I think he's brought in some NFL fans that are Sunday viewers that don't watch Saturday football. Uh, There's certainly, as you noted, an African-American component. But I think a big chunk of it is he brought Sunday people to Saturday TV and it's great. Yeah. I think that's right. I think that's absolutely right. All right, Nick Wright. This has been fun. Um, Good seeing you, buddy. We'll do this in about six more weeks. Thanks.
2: All right. Talk to you later. See you, Kyle.
1: The Volume.
0: Football is officially back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. Listen, we all like watching football on TV, but nothing's better live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is at Game Time, the fastest growing ticket app in the entire United States. For last minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football team in September, go download Game Time right now. And it's not just for football, baseball playoff games, comedy shows, concerts all across the country. Download the Game Time app. And use the redeem code COLIN, C-O-L-I-N, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app. The redeem code is COLIN. That's my name, C-O-L-I-N, $20 off if you do that, no matter where you live. Get out and have some fun this weekend, baby. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. Game time.